Welcome to episode six of the Collegiate Christian Podcast. If you haven't already done so, then head back and listen to some of our previous episodes and be sure to let us know what you think. In this week's episode, we will be discussing community. What does the Bible say about community? Why do we need it and where can we find it? Let's get this conversation started. Why college? Why Christian? How can these things even go together? You're listening to the Collegiate Christian Podcast, an all-new roundtable discussion about what it looks like to be a Christian in college and as a young adult. We will be uploading new content each week about some of the most common questions, thoughts, and concerns that come with it all. Let's get started. Hey guys and girls, uh, welcome to the Collegiate Christian Podcast. My name is Connor. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm here with uh, our other co-host, Graham. What's up, guys? Um, yeah, so we're super excited about today's conversation. Um, we're gonna jump into it um, pretty, pretty, pretty quickly and uh, start talking about community and then um, just really about why do we need community? Where can we find community? Um, what does the Bible say about community? Um, so initially, um, when when God created the world, um, He at first made Adam, um, but it wasn't long before before He created someone to go with Adam. Um, so, so God first created Adam from dust, um, and he was the only human on planet. Um, but, but could you imagine how lonely it must've been for, for Adam to be the only person, um, here on this earth? Um, however, it didn't take too long for God, um, to realize that that man wasn't meant to be alone. Um, Genesis 2, 8, 2, 18, um, God said it wasn't good for man to be alone. Um, and then he decided to give Adam some company. Um, therefore he created Eve. Um, and, and this was the first time that, um, that the world saw community, um, throughout the Bible, um, it, it says that, that we are supposed to go about our faith, um, in, in community and with other people. Um, and so for us, that's what we're talking about today is talking about, um, really the importance of community where, where we've been able to find community while being in college, ways that we're going to try to find community once we get out of college and, um, go on with our lives and just why, why we value it so much, um, uh, there, there's an article that we were both reading uh, a little bit before starting the show, um, and it said it said that community is God's desire for us. Um, it's also a sign of of mature faith, um, because at the end of the day, when we are growing in relationship with others, we're growing in relationship with Him. Um, so yeah, so Graham, do you kind of want to um, kind of briefly touch on um, just kind of like what is community? What is that definition of community? Yeah, I think community can either be something uh, really basic as two people that are friends and sh- share some common bonds together. Uh, the dictionary definition is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And uh, sometimes it can be just that much. Uh, sometimes we might have community with that one person that we sit beside in class that we see every day, even if we don't, don't know him or her all that well. And uh, it can go a lot deeper than that, too. And that's what we really, really want to get into today. Uh, what community looks like and when it's good and when it's bad. You can have definitely have bad community, too, mm-hmm. I think, or, or, or maybe just a, a lack of real community. And um, what it's like to be able to have more authentic relationships with those around us and, and what that's able to look like when we begin to build those bonds with other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I, something that you said that really stuck out to me was the term authentic. Um, and what does it look like to have an authentic community? Um, because like you said, community can be as simple as just two or more people getting together um, that share a, a common trait or um, interest, and, and that can be a community. However, the authentic community is, is what I think what people strive for and what people want. 
However, that's that's often what they like. That's often the hard part to find is that authentic community um, where you're not only together because of what you have in common. Um, community can be started because you because you share a common interest. So say um, I'm big into photography and film. So say I can join a community of photographers um, and, and our common trait might be photography and that might be what the community is focused around. But if the only thing they know about me is that I, I'm a photographer and that I am interested in photography, um, then that's not really an authentic community. Um, it's a it's a community that's only focused around one trait. Um, and and if I were not if I didn't have that trait or if I were to to quit um, pursuing photography or something, then then would they still be there? Would I still be accepted into that community? Um, and brings up to a point where being authentic and having an authentic community is difficult. It's tough. Um, it's hard to be in a community that is um, authentic if you're not willing to pour into them, if you're not willing to be invested, if you're not willing to be vulnerable. Um, and vulnerability is something that is is definitely hard. Um, and, and especially for men, I, I was listening to a podcast um, just this morning about um, masculinity and about men and how um, so many men are, are lacking this vulnerability side and lacking the emotional aspect, whether it's relationships or parenting or whatnot, um, because they aren't willing to be vulnerable. They're not willing to be known. Um, however, the best community comes um, from when you really dive into um, the hard questions, the hard things about life. And, and when you're really um, having a group of people that are pushing you, um, pushing you to be vulnerable, um, from that naturally, you're going to have authentic um, communities. Um, so, so for both of us, for Graham and I, as we have mentioned in some of our first couple episodes, it is very important to, to find a sense of community. Um, for us, we've been able to find it through small groups, through our dorm, through churches. Um, but one thing that we are super passionate about in the small groups that we lead and um, the one that we're, we're both a member of is um, we really strive to be authentic. We strive to have an authentic small group. Um, so, so Graham, do you kind of want to go into what does this look like to have an authentic small group? What is it something... Um, that, that we did, is there, is there something that you can do to create an authentic um, community or is it something that just naturally happens based off of um, getting to know each other and, and being vulnerable? I think the classic way a lot of small groups start out is you have a bunch of freshmen, guys or girls all coming out and they know it's something they sh might want to do or that they should do with, with the campus ministry in this case or, or maybe with a local church. And starting out, it might be really good um, just having people show up. And, and that might be the first step that you take is just having someone that's willing to, to continue to be there, even even when they're still kind of learning what that looks like for them. And I, I feel like the first real step in, in having community grow is having uh, someone who's willing to be vulnerable and open, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable and even if it's um, not necessarily where the rest of the group is at yet. And having someone to kind of lead the way um, in my small group, whenever I was a freshman, sophomore here and, and we were getting to know each other, um, honestly, it helped me that I knew you a little bit, Connor. And we had started out and already started to build some of those connections to where it wasn't wasn't me walking into a group full of strangers. And um, that was a really big deal, just being able to kind of um, start start the wheels rolling there. Mm -hmm. uh, since then, uh, both of us are small group leaders here um, at App. And when I smart when I started a small group with my co-leader, Mac, uh, we had a bunch of freshman guys, and um, most of them didn't want to talk, and a lot of them were just, uh, they were good to show up, but uh, not very involved, not very talkative, and 
Uh, really, some of those first steps are um, help, helping them feel like they're in a safe place to open up. And sometimes that means opening up about yourself, uh, things that you're going through, difficult times, or just being willing to talk about something besides just class and asking them how their first month in a dorm is. And uh, it, it can be really, um, really challenging trying to encourage someone to, to, to feel a certain way. Uh, you, you can't control their actions, but you, you can always be able to be more vulnerable yourself and to allow room for others to, to embrace that and to begin to feel like they can do the same and open up. And I, I think that's a, a real big first step in having a community that is able to be more authentic and vulnerable. And over time, then it, it just becomes a, a really good cycle where um, everybody feels encouraged. Everybody feels like they've been built up. And uh, I think I think that kind of leads into what the point of a community is whenever it, it does become authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming you're staying with this community for a while, uh, you're going to have good times together and bad times. Um, sometimes you'll have uh, a mix of both. Some people are doing really well when some people aren't. And sometimes everybody's just in a really good season of life. And um, really, there's um, during the bad times, it's just a community can challenge us and encourage us. And I feel like that's what it looks like in both good and bad. Uh, if things are going really well, uh, they might challenge us to stay humble. Mm-hmm. And if it's going really good, then uh, they might challenge us um, or they might just encourage us to continue to um, to be thankful for what we've got and to continue to do the take the steps that we already are and to keep pouring in. Yeah. And it, it can just be a lot to uh, really encourage um, that community to continue to grow no, no matter where you're at. Yeah. And another thing about um, being um, vulnerable and, and being in an authentic community um, is that when we were designing and created um, by God, we were designed to crave and to thrive in relationships with another um, and, and like you said, there's going to be good times and bad times. Um, but we are our best selves. And when we're, when we are experiencing life, um, and, and life's highs and lows with other people. Um, so while, while if say you are the person that, that is in a, in a valley or a, or a low season in your life, um, if you're experiencing uh, true community with that, um, you're, you're obviously experiencing the, the greatness and then the impact that is coming from that community, but also, um, if you're on the other side of that, if you're the one that can provide support or encouragement, um, you can also see how that's impacting people. Um, and, and there will be a time or a season in your life when you will be in the reverse roles. Um, so, so you will be extremely thankful for having that community. Um, another thing is that it just goes with our just human nature. Um, it, in psychology, there's the hierarchy of needs and, and one of them, um, is, is belongingness. And one of the, the hierarchy of needs is that that people have a need and they have to feel like they belong somewhere. Um, so so as much as you may, might not like people um, or you might just want to be alone or just be isolated, um, there is still that that inner part of you that has that aching to want to be with other people, um, to, to want to be kind of noticed and, and, and loved by other people. Um, and this sense of connection and um, relationships and everything—it's—it's it's only going to develop and go further when you're when you're in a community. Um, so regardless of how much you might not be a people's person, um, at the end of the day, you're always your 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 human nature is always going to be pulling you towards some type of community where you can be known, where you can be loved, um, and where you can be poured into. 
Um, so just for like a couple places where, where we've gotten involved on campus, there's there's a ton of different places you can get involved on campus. Um, in one of our first episodes, we talked about why college and, and why is college important for me? And we briefly touched on community there. Um, but we touched on how college has so much to offer everyone. There, there's a club or organization um, for almost any type of person in any type of life um, or life stage or, or walk of life. Um, so, so for us, we're, we're going to briefly run through some of the things that we've gotten involved in. Um, but we have friends that are, that are involved in all different types of, of, um, of organizations. So for me, um, obviously we, we speak a lot about campus ministries. Um, we are where we're at. We're starting this podcast primarily because of ways that, that a campus ministry and church and our, our faith has had an impact on us through college. Um, so small groups is, is a great place. That's obviously probably our biggest role or sense of community while we're at school. Um, outside of small group, we have large group. We have um, exec and other teams within an varsity where we get to know people. And a lot of that's leadership where we, we are more connected with other people in our mm-hmm. chapter rather than just within the small groups that we lead and take part in. Yeah, yeah. But going that, that's a good point. Kind of a little segue. Going to talk briefly about leadership is um, that we have communities because of these leadership positions, because we are involved in different places um, within ministries or within organizations. Um, but a community, as in anything else, you're going to get what get out of it, whatever you put into it. Um, so, so the more you put in, the more you 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 dig deep and you really lean into that community, the more sense of community you're going to feel out of it. If you're only going once a week to a Bible study or to an hour and a half long meeting, and you're saying this is my community you're going to get to a point where you're like, something doesn't feel right. Why aren't I as connected to the, to these people as, as they seem to be connected to each other? Um, and and you're going to be trying to, to figure out, oh, why why aren't I connected with them? Why don't I belong here? Why, why aren't they reaching out to me the same way um, they are to each other? But then if you take a step back, nine times out of 10, you're going to find out that, that you were never bringing anything to the group. You were never leaning into them. You always, you were there, but you were, you were physically there, but you were just quiet. You, you never brought anything to the conversation. Um, when they went to go hang out afterwards, you didn't, you just went back to, to do whatever you wanted to. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, so you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. So if you want to have the sense of community, you're going to have to be invested in that sense of community. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't know that necessarily being on leadership makes you more involved. Um, definitely just having commitments to where you're seeing these people more mm-hmm. often will, will naturally kind of open up to that. But I think the type of people that are willing to, to invest in that community are going to be much more passionate about what they're doing and, and want to join leadership. Um, I'm sure it goes different ways depending on who you are and, and how things have gone for you up to this point. And just it's, it's more personality depending on which way that looks. But uh, definitely just being willing to um, commit either to being vulnerable in your community or commit to taking on a leadership role and staying there. Uh, commitment's a big part of, of um, either one of those things. And, and with time, those, you can definitely see community grow um, within those, those bounds. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely highly recommend a community group, a small group, um, whatever your, your church or ministry may call it. Um, we definitely say to, to dig deep and to really get invested in one of them um, because because they will get to know you on the personal level, but they'll also be able to push you spiritually and, and in your faith, um, which which especially being in college and right going out of college um, it is something that is definitely a valuable um, a valuable thing is when you can find people that aren't just invested in in you because of your skills and your talents, but people that are actually concerned with with your relationship with God. Um, outside of small groups, 
Um, we both got pretty involved with our dorms. Um, I know personally, I did y'all briefly heard a little bit about my story. We had Mac on to talk um, about about our um, our campus ministry and about our dorm um, and how it really had an impact on him. Um, outside of that, you have fraternities, you have um, science clubs, photography clubs, club sports. Yeah, definitely sport more teams. as you get into your major, you begin to know some of the same people. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're studying the same thing oftentimes means that you have some of the same interests. And, yeah. uh, it, it definitely opens the door a little bit more. Um, for example, I've got a guy that I'm in class with and um, Connor and I were hanging out with some guys um, after a large group one week and I had just invited him to hang out and to, to swing by and um, it's always cool for me whenever you can begin to blend to those communities a little bit and encourage people to to have that overlap a little bit more and to, to be able to be open and show different sides of where you're at. Um, yeah. So so what places um, did you really find community? Um, what places, uh, let's kind of transition to when you were coming into college, um, coming out of high school, you had your preconceived ideas about what college was going to be, what your college experience was going to be like. Um, so, so what were you expecting and where were you expecting to find community coming into college? Um, how did you try to find community? Um, and then where did you end up finding community? Uh, I guess it was kind of a weird thing. Um, coming out of high school, I guess I had more of the typical idea that college was going to be parties every weekend and guys on your floor hanging out all the time. And um, at the same time, uh, I wanted to get involved in a campus ministry, <laughs> I guess, mm-hmm. as ironic as that is. And um, during my first year, um, I, I think I had a, a sort of an issue being authentic. Um, there, were, there were really one or two people on my floor that uh, I, I was at all um, connected with and had any kind of relationship with that was even a little bit authentic. And um, while those were good things, um, I, I definitely found myself opening up less and less as as I had a harder time my freshman year getting involved and, and finding a good community. Um, we had met early on, but um, I think you'd agree it was, it was at least sophomore, uh, into our sophomore year before we really began hanging out a whole, whole lot and mm-hmm. um, getting to know each other better. And for me, it was a, a matter of really being challenged just to be able to commit to wherever I want to be. Um, if I want to join a fraternity, then just go head in, go, mm-hmm. go head first and just jump in. Um, if I'm going to continue to go to the, the intervarsity small group that, that we had been in, uh, then I really just needed to commit there. If I wanted to go to a different campus ministry or go to a, a church small group in town, then I really just had to jump in there. And, th- and that was a big thing for me, just learning to commit to where I was at and be willing to take steps out of my comfort zone to, to be able to trust that like I could find a good community here at school. Yeah. Even if, um, even if it'd been sort of hard starting out my freshman year. Yeah. Going off of commitment. If you want to know more about uh, commitment or, or where to use your time, go back and check out episode five. We spent a whole thing talking about um, time management and discipline and what it looks like to be um, committed to places where you're going to be invested in um, just a little plug for it. Um, but yeah, anyways, for me coming into college, I um, I'm a people's person. I love people. I love communities. Um, so I, I knew I wanted to come in and get plugged in somewhere. I didn't know if that was going to be a ministry, a club sport, um, people on my floor, um, a local church. I, I wasn't sure. Um, but for me personally, I, I found my, my dorm room, um, my room and my floor to really at first be my sense of community. 
um, we would have, I've briefly told y'all before on the, on this podcast, um, that we'd have nights where we'd have 15 to 20 people in our dorm room. We'd go to sleep. There'd be people in there hanging out, playing FIFA. We'd wake up. People would be in there having breakfast, hanging out. Um, our, our floor really became, um, a, a community. Um, a lot of these guys ended up joining the small group. They ended up inviting people, um, into that community that we had there. Um, and, and a lot of times people would, would have friends up or family and they wanted to come by and introduce them to the rest of the floor. Um, so, so that was awesome to be able to have, have that sense of community. Um, and then especially be able to see, um, that sense of community kind of want to be involved in, in a small group or, um, in, in some type of ministry. Um, but, but that brings us to, to a good point is, um, wherever you're involved at, are, are you the same in all types of groups? Um, are you, do you act the same? Are you the same person when you are with a group of believers in a small group um, versus when you're in a group of, of non-believers um, outside a small group. Um, and for me, that was something that I, I was always pretty serious about was even on my floor freshman year, um, we had guys from all walks of life and different ideas and beliefs and, and what was right and wrong and, and anything you could think of, it probably happened on our floor. Um, but for me and my roommate at the time, we were we were dedicated. We we're like, all right, we're just gonna stay true to who we are. We're just gonna, um, we're like, don't get me wrong. We, we'll still have fun. We'll still do whatever we want to do. But at the same time, like, we want to be the same person um, in small group within a varsity as we are back in our dorm, hanging out with twenty people. Um, and at first, it was a little awkward. Um, it was awkward and uncomfortable, and um, oftentimes just like, okay, like weird looks and stuff. Like, oh well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Um, but because we had we were determined and dedicated to, to being that way. Um, by the end of it, we were able to see six or seven guys come out to small group, really get invested. Mac, um, started coming out, became a Christian, um, is now a small group leader. Um, and now it no longer feels like we have multiple communities in different places, but it feels like, um, we kind of have just one big community, um, where we're all kind of like, it's not like these are my church friends. These are my dorm friends. These are my athletic friends. Um, at this point in college, it's like, oh, these are my friends. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, maybe my small group guys, but oh, you're you're not a Christian, great. But we're all still gonna go hang out, um, which I think is definitely the, the the thing that I have loved. Just what looking back now after four years, looking back and seeing where community has gone um, is out of that awkward phase of I'm going from my church friends to hang out with my my dorm friends, and then I'm going from there and hanging out with my friends from back home. Um, to be able to see that become one group and just being where everyone is open to each other in different groups is not like, oh, um, well, I don't really fit in with that group. But to see it come together is definitely something that looking back now, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm personally extremely thankful for. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to echo that. I mean, that's a really good point whenever you're able to see uh, see some maturity there and and that you're, you're comfortable um, really just intersecting different parts of your life and inviting other people into that, no, no matter who you're with or where that's at. And um, that's something I've been really thankful to see on my own and be able to have some of that kind of open up more. And um, I, I think it's definitely important to say that, it, especially for me, like I, it hasn't always been that way. And that, that definitely was something I struggled with a little bit more. And that was uh, much more difficult for me, especially uh, my first year or two of college. But um, it's really cool looking back and seeing how even when some of those things were really difficult, that um, they've been able to turn around and that it's something that I've been able to see growth in myself and that I'm super thankful for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just kind of 
recapping on things that we've talked about um, in this episode. We talked about what is community um, and what does the Bible say about community? What does it say about being authentic and vulnerable? And, and, and what does that mean in terms of finding a true community? Um, there's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times, but um, it, it's better to go through go through that in a, in a group um, with people. Um, the Bible calls us to be in fellowship with, with other people, believers and non-believers. Um, and, and as much as you need to spend alone time with God, you need to have your your um, your time with Him and your time to yourself. Um, you're also created to be with other people. Um, we talked about where we find community, our ideas of where we thought we were going to get involved in, where we thought we were going to find communities, ways that that did work out, ways that it didn't, um, and then kind of how that all came full circle with with how communities became one um, and how multiple communities started to come together um, and and no longer felt like they were um, just different groups that you bounce from, but how, what does it look like for all of that to come come together and for people just to, to become one big community? Um, so definitely appreciate y'all joining in on this conversation today. Um, we don't want this conversation just to stop on this podcast. Um, we don't want y'all to, to finish listening to it and then have to wait till next week um, if you have questions or if you just want to continue to talk about it. Um, so for sure, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram um, at Collegian Christian Podcast. Um, head to our website. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think about community, where you have found community, where you have have um, struggled to find community and, and what it looked like for you. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, once again, if you have any type of topics that you want to know, if you know of anyone um, that wants to come on as a guest or anyone that you think can really bring um, value or insight to the conversation, definitely let us know. We would absolutely love to bring them on. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, links on our website, on all our social media, um, and then all of our personal socials um, are, are also on our website. Um, so definitely check out the show notes. We'll be having links to, to some of the articles that we've read um, and, and some of the the interesting um ideas and topics that we have talked about on during this episode. Um, so yeah, definitely thank y'all for joining in um, this time and we'll take you, we'll catch you next week. See you guys. See you guys.